0: I had two places that I, I wanted to go, but uh I I kinda got stuck in between the two. So we're gonna we're gonna marry the two of them together and see where that takes us to. Amen. 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 So uh if you haven't had the opportunity to uh make it to the Wednesday night Bible study, they've been just incredible. Amen. Uh for me uh, I've God's doing some stuff through me that I have never seen him do in my whole life. Uh, the, the atmosphere, I think, is hungry. And, uh, and so there's some great things that happen. You, you need to come. And we try to keep it to an hour. I think we do really good. And so it's 7.30, start. We're in there by 8.30, but it's been powerful. Amen. Amen? And we did it for you. We did it because I said, people, you need more than one time. And a lot of us, if we tell the truth, you, you don't really read your Bible at home by yourself. Most of you don't read your Bible. So, uh, we want to help you with that, but if you turn down the help, that's on you. Amen? So, you need more than one time a week. So, this morning, I want to talk about something, uh, talk about dads to start this thing off and to set it up. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna go into talking a bit about emotions and and the and light. So, um, I was uh, having a conversation with Chad this morning in there eating breakfast, and Chad is just a walking, Poster, man, for preparedness. That brother, if you talk to that brother for 15 minutes, you just know I'm, I'm not ready. <laughs> well, Pastor, what are you saying? You're not ready for what? I'm, you're just not ready. Whatever it is, if you talk to Chad long enough, you know you're just not ready. You're not, you're not ready for it, right? Some training got to be involved. He will make you believe. Man, the brother can't help himself. You just talk to Chad, I'm, I'm not ready. Let me go back. And try to help myself because I'm not ready, right? So, what well, we, we were talking about, about how, uh, dads are. He and as the conversation started, uh, uh, little Jack's rolled up in there and Jack's told him, he said, that Dad, I got a headache. And then Chad told him, he said, oh, you'd be alright, go get some water. Right? So I, I laughed. I said, Man, that's how dads are, man. You know, you could roll, you could roll up in there and your arm twist it all behind your back. Right? You know, and, and this leg, bone sticking out. And go in there and dad, I think I'm hurt. <laughs> oh, you'll be alright. Go get you some water. Yeah, so I so to get you some water, right? Because that's how we are. That's how we are. And so, is it, are we like that because dads are insensitive? No. But, uh, a big part of the role that dads play is protector. And, and, and in my life, stuff happens. My wife, she's, she's very, she's sensitive. She's a wonderful sensitive woman, right? From a good way, right? She's sensitive. But if certain stuff happens, you know, if somebody you know somebody dies, or something like that happened, or some there's something jumping off. I'm not going to immediately start a bunch of crying, right? Because I have to be the one to navigate through the situation, right? I'll catch it with the crying later when I'm by myself, okay? But right now, I got to deal with this, and that's the way kind of the way dads are. We're dealing withers. withers, yeah. <laughs> we got to deal with the situation, whatever is happening. The dad, that's part of your job as a dad, is to deal with the situation, right? So some of that comes out when the kids have an issue or a problem, right? Just suck it up. Get it together. But what the dad is saying, when the dad tells you suck it up, get a glass of water, or it's going to be all right, the dad's telling you we got bigger problems than what you're talking about right now. <laughs> am I, am I, is that where we're coming from? Brother Cooper, is that the truth? If the dad tell you suck it up, it's going to be all right. You know, if, if we got a bigger problem than what you're talking about right now. What you're talking about is going to be okay. we got some other stuff we need to deal with that I, I shield you from. Yeah. I don't let you know about. It. Right? So, so just, just get you a glass of water. Matter of fact, put put one of them little Kool-Aid packets in there with it, with your water. I'm going to bless you with that. And go sit down, and you'll be all better. Amen? <laughs> Strawberry. Whatever you like. Right? Blueberry kind of whatever. So... <laughs> In the dad doing this, though, in the dad doing this, the dad has to choose to control his emotions. Right? You have to choose to control your emotions. When everybody else is is having an emotional challenge or showing those proper emotions, crying is not uh, a bad emotion. But at some point, somebody has to control that emotion that's pushing to the forefront and put it to the back and say, we got to navigate through this situation. That's some good military stuff right there, Chad. Right. Somebody got to deal with it in the moment. When it's going down, somebody got to deal with it. If everybody breaks down, everybody falls apart, then you got, a, you got a bad situation. Somebody got to step up and deal with it. Amen? So in managing emotions, dads have to manage their emotions. So we're going to take a look this morning and see why it's so important to manage our Emotions. Let's look at, let's turn to Galatians chapter five, verse sixteen. Galatians five, sixteen. Galatians five, sixteen. Verse 16 starts, it says, I say then, walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary one to another, so that you do not do the things that you wish. But if you are laid by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Verse 19, now, the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanliness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, uh, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like, of which I tell you beforehand, uh, which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in time past that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. So this list of things were emotions, obviously emotions that are out of control, yeah. right? So if I'm in a situation and I am uh, involved in adultery, fornication, uh, uncleanliness, lewdness, all these kinds, these are emotions gone south, right? So you have to learn how to control your emotions. Now watch this. Let me show you. Let's look at the scripture and see. What he says to put the emotions under control, are an example of emotions under control. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. And those who Christ have crucified, those, uh, who are cru- Christ, wait, and those who are Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. So these are emotions under control. Right? So he says gentleness, goodness, right? So goodness, he's saying goodness is emotion under control. If I, if I want to be mean to somebody, if I exercise goodness, I'm, I'm controlling that bad emotion. Right? With a good emotion. Now let's look again, we're going to look at the definition of emotion again. We've been looking at some of this, talking about emotions in our Wednesday night class to a degree. Emotion, one definition of emotion is a natural instinctive state of mind deriving from one's circumstances, mood, or relationships with others. Right? Let's read it again. A natural instinctive state of mind deriving from one's circumstances, mood, or relationships with others. Let's read that one more time. A natural, somebody say natural. Natural. Okay, so it's natural. It's not necessarily a spiritual thing, right? It's a natural thing manifesting in something that's made a connection with the flesh. Emotions connected to the flesh, right? So we talked about, we talked about in our class how God wants to own the real estate of your heart. Inside of your heart is your mind, your will, and your emotions. Right. And you have a war. I did a, a teaching back when we did the change series and I put the picture up where it had two hands trying to reach inside a heart. Right. And so uh the devil wants the real estate of your heart and God wants the real estate of your heart. Because each one knows that whoever, or whoever controls the heart controls the person. That's right. right. Because inside of your heart, inside of what's your soul is your mind, your will and your emotions. I grab a hold of them three. I got you like a puppet on a string. Right? So it matters what you put inside yourself. I'm going to go back to Chad again. Don't be embarrassed, man. You're just a good example. Okay? So uh, Chad first started talking to us about training, which really just lit us all up about the whole training thing. Right? So when you train, you prepare. That means that you put information in before you before something needs to come out. Yes. Training is I put necessary information in before something needs to come out. So before I find myself in a situation where I have to react, I train myself and give myself, I teach myself what I'm going to do when put in given situation. Yeah. That's what training does. If I find myself in a situation uh, to where something that frequently makes me angry, I'm gonna train myself, read the scriptures, get with God, and pray about the issue that makes me go off, right? So when I'm, I'm tempted to go off, I have pre-programmed myself To do the other list of the fruits of the Spirit other than the other things, right? But I put it in there before it needs to come out. Amen. Amen. So a lot of things we don't, we don't know. There's a lot of people going around that, that love God, but they don't know nothing. They don't really know a lot of nothing, right? So therefore, their behavior is a lot like people who don't know God. Because they don't know what, what, they don't know about God. They don't know God's Word. They don't, they haven't been trained in the things of God. So when you look at them and you look at somebody else who's not even a believer, their actions are basically the same. Right? And so you you have to be trained, you have to put stuff in before it's time for the stuff to come out. Right? If you don't want to be that Christian that acts a fool all the time, you need to realize that you need to put some stuff inside of yourself to get your emotions in check before you put on the scene to pour them emotions out on somebody. I, I said this, the Lord gave me a great example the other day of... Uh, planting seeds in the ground of your heart. That's what words are. Words are seeds. Words are, are, uh, concepts encased. Right? So when I, when I speak words to you, when I say words to you, I am, I am trying to put, convey an idea into your ear to put it into your understanding. That's how all words are. I'm trying to convey an idea. You know, that's why, that's why you can, we can do so many different languages. Right? Uh, uh, I can do Spanish I can do Japanese I can do Chinese this that and the other because it don't matter what the language is the same end result so you can have some people here Uh, y'all two come here real quick put your Bible down I see you got the whole desk set up on your lap but come up here come here big Al you stand right there B alright okay so uh, Gibson uh, woman Gibson is going to be uh, Chinese Okay. Woman Gibson's gonna be Chinese and what you wanna be B? Um No, nah, that's too plain. Do something else, some other language. Gotta be another language. Oh man. German. Irish. He's gonna be German. Okay. So listen, we gotta mess up here. Right? So they she needs to get she yeah, oh yeah, we got a mess. right? So she needs to get some information to be given. Only problem is, what was you again, she Chinese? She's Chinese, give German. He speaks only German, and he, she speaks only Chinese. we got a situation, all right? So what's what's necessary in getting the information from one person to the other one is an interpreter, right? Somebody got to interpret. so this person has to be able to speak both languages in order for her to say what she wants to say to him. So what's she going to do? She's going to say to Big Al, who's just a linguist, a gifted uh what is, is, that the right word? Yes. Yeah. Somebody help me. Language. Right? Whatever it is. He can speak a lot of languages. Alright, so she's gonna get the, the, the word to Big Al, the idea across in words to Big Al. She's gonna bring him out in Chinese. Big Al's gonna run him through his interpreter situation right here, cause he knows Chinese and German. And Big Al's gonna spit him back out over here to begin. So what is, what is Big Al translating? He's not, no, he's not, Yeah. Yeah. okay, watch, that's good, that's good, that's good, you're right. But he's not translating, he's not transferring her exact words. Right? Because she speaks, her exact words are another language. So what he's doing is, and she's bringing forth her ideas in her language into Big Al. And so is it important that Big Al spits them back over to B. Gibb in her exact words? No. It's important that B. Gibb spits the ideas in the words over, uh, uh, that Big Al spits the uh, ideas in the words to B. Gibb right so she's trying to transfer ideas right so it could be something as simple as your hair is not combed right but if he's going somewhere important right so your hair ain't combed so B. Gibbs running around like a peacock thinking that he out that this morning right he can hear you all that this morning. I ain't come, whatever. So she tell him. Okay, and he might have just woke up and got jump out of bed, got a real important meeting. Ain't thought about it, whatever. That, so she got to get that idea. So it could be something that simple. It could be something real important, real, real important. There's a, a, a tarantula spider crawling up your arm. Don't pick it up. Right. So she could be over here and she could play charades with him. You know. <laughs> you know she could do all that, but it's much more effective if she can get the words across. She can get the idea across in words. Amen? So everybody get the picture. The, the important part is of words is to convey an idea. Right? To convey an idea. And so when... Thank you, y'all can sit down. So, so anytime words are coming to you, it's bigger than just a word. Some people will say, well, it's just words. It can't hurt me. Right? Now, that's not true. Because it's the idea that that's carrying the weight. The idea that's riding on the back of the word is carrying the weight. So that's why if there's so many people, I many? I, I believe there's a high percentage. I can't tell you exactly, but a high percentage of fights that get started because of words. Yeah. Right. People don't just walk up to folks that I don't even know and just slap somebody. Right. I, I, what, what motivation do I have to, to slap you? I don't have no motivation unless you said something. Right. You presented the idea that I am some type of a less than individual through cuss words or whatever you come at me with. Amen? So you you, you didn't call me some names. And so with them names is ideas. And so once I, the ideas hit my ear, make their way to my heart, it's like, you just call me X. I'm not that. You know what I mean? Now we got a problem, right? So, uh, and how many times road rage, right? You cut them off, but that's an action, right? But a lot of times it's not just the cutoff. Somebody has to come and think about this, talk about language. In a road rage incident, somebody show up, it's not just words that convey an idea. It could be sign language. You understand where I'm coming from? So sign language presents an idea to the person. And so the idea, right, it's, whatever way the idea gets across, that's, that's where we are. And that's where the problems get started. Amen. So the Lord wants to put his ideas his mind into our heart. Right? That's what he wants. He wants to get his mind. The Bible says that we have the mind of Christ. Well, how do we have the mind of Christ? Where is it at? He say, I've been looking for the mind of Christ. I sure ain't got it. I'm walking around here lethargical mentally and everything else. Sir. I don't have the mind. If you got the mind of Christ. I hold the mind of Christ in my hand. There he is. Right here. You can get the mind of Christ at Walmart. Yep. <laughs> Matter of fact, you can get it online for free if you got a cell phone. Everybody has access to the mind of God. Right here. Okay, so so God's trying to get his mind inside of you. The devil wants to get his mind inside of you. Why do everybody want to get their mind inside of you? Because they understand that inside of you is your mind, your will, and your emotions. I put my information inside of you to start putting these words inside of you. And words are like seeds. Right? Ideas. You plant the idea. You plant the word. And so what happens is that that word seed grows up Into a bush or into a tree. Right? It goes up into this bush, goes up into this tree. And what do trees do? Somebody help me. This it's class time. Grow leaves. What else? They grow fruit. That's the primary thing of a tree, right? We want fruit off the thing. Right? So trees grow fruit, so grow fruit. So words come first in the form of seeds, they get planted into the heart. That tree starts to grow up, get bigger, get bigger, get bigger, get bigger. And all of a sudden it has got fruit on the limb, it falls off. What happens to that fruit? That fruit rolls off and connects to your mind, to your will, and to your emotions, which motivates your actions, right? And so if the devil, want, and listen, emo, your emotions most of the time are driving the bus. Somebody wants to get you emotionally involved, get you emotionally engaged, that's how they do They start putting information on inside of you. You are the way you are right now because of the seeds that's been planted inside of you right now. That's why you are the way you are. And so what happened if you were a kid and somebody told you you're worthless, you're never going to be anything. You're just sorry. This, that, this. So what happens them seeds get planted, they get watered, they grow up in the trees, the fruit start to come off. And so now you got a child that is, you know, in a lot of eyes, a lot of people kind of in a bad, worthless, sorry position. Well, you did that. You did that. If you talk to them like that and you told them them type of things, you planted the seed, you watered the seeds, the fruits are growing, thus here we are. No motivation, right? In bad shape mentally, right? They're running their, their life being run by emotions because of the information that's been put on the inside of them. Right? And the emotions are driving the bus. Most of the time, how many, how many times, uh, somebody asks you a question and you make a decision based on how you feel unless you're at your job? Right? Your boss come to you and tell you, look, I need you to do this. Yeah. You, might, you might, your first thing come to your mind, though, is still how you feel. Ah, oh, that's how I feel. I don't really want to do that. But what come out your mouth? Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Right? So what are you doing? You're having control of them emotions. The day you refuse to control your emotions the day you lose your job. Right? Well, look, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't really feel like ever doing that. I don't think this go like that. I don't think you're right about what you're doing. I don't agree with this and this that, and the other. And I just, I don't feel like it. I'm just not going to do it. Your mind, your will, and your emotions are all engaged. Your emotions to mess with your will now. I'm not willing to do the thing. Right? And so there's your last day at the job. And what happened? The fruits that, that enrolled over and stuck to your mind, your will, and your emotions just got you on the unemployment line. Right? So then you at home scratching your head trying to figure out what happened. Shoot, it was, a, it was a scheme. It was a plan. It was a hustle from the devil to destroy you from the inside out. Amen? Let's go a little further. We talk a lot about this on, we, I think we've done three or four messages on this on Wednesday, so we ain't going to try to cover everything. Alright, let's look, let's take a look deeper though. Another definition of emotion is instinctive or intuitive feeling as distinguished from reasoning or knowledge. That's bad. Instinctive or intuitive feeling as distinguished from reasoning or knowledge. So here's, here's something done by instinct. Don't necessarily have no facts behind it. Don't necessarily have no knowledge behind it. It's just instinct, impulse. Right? Not a good thing. Uh, Synonyms for emotion is instinct, intuition, gut feeling, sentiment, the heart. Responses based purely on emotion. Everybody ever heard that? The word emotion comes from the middle French word, which looks just like emotion. It's got a little sign over it, right? which means a social, moving, stirring, or agitation. Wow. Socially moved, stirring, or agitation. We could camp out right there What's Facebook and the social media. I'm socially moved How many ever you seen people get into an argument On, on social media you ever, ever, ever raise your hand if you've seen that happen I'm talking about get into it on that oh, But the worst yeah. ones I told you People get into arguments with their spouse on the social media oh, no. Miss Judy you ever seen anybody do that Get on that social media And start talking about looking at such and such They ain't worth a quarter I knew he wasn't worth a quarter when I met him I never should have married him hey, Listen he don't do this and that and the other I got his stuff in the front yard He ain't never coming <laughs> back Right Right and then I, I told y'all the, the even worse thing is than that, after you done wrote all, all that stuff on the Facebook. Come here, mama. Very next day, here go your posting right here. So in love. <laughs> the best thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in bliss. <laughs> See, what, what was that yesterday? What was that yesterday? And now you're trying to listen. Listen, you trying to erase it all. But people didn't screenshot oh, yeah. it already. Yeah, they did screenshot it done already. Right. So it happens also in the mental. You done got went off and done. Listen. Ooh. ooh, watch this. Nah, to back it up. To back it up. Hold see so this is this is the fun part about you discovering as you're going. Right. So listen. Social moving stirring or agitation. Social moving stirring or agitation. So you do something stupid, throw it off based on emotions, show yourself. As we used to say, act a monkey, right? You show yourself out, right, in public, in an environment, because you just lost control, let your emotions take over. And you might not have to be on the social media or or phone or whatever people see it, but we all taking screenshots. Mental screenshots. We see, you remember that time such and such did, did, did. Screenshot and I don't have it on my camera, but mentally I got it. That's why it's so important not to lose control on people ever, ever, because people don't don't forget that. Right. You lose control, you go off, whatever, because the next time they, they 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 feel like you're unstable, right? You come in the room and start yelling, "Look, I told you this and this, and you know it was him. It was him." Listen, I don't care if you feel like somebody done you wrong. Don't show out in front of everybody. To me, that, I'm gonna tell you what I when people do that with me, it's like this. It's like I've been flashed. <laughs> if you might as well have been wearing a trench coat, neck it up underneath it, because I've been flashed, and I'm never gonna forget it. When you, but you flash me with stupid instead of naked. That's that's how I see it. Anytime somebody do something like that, you flash me with stupid. You listen. Do not lose your control, emotions in front of people. I'm telling you because they don't forget it. Right. They may forgive you, but they're going to always feel like you have the ability to do that same stuff. I saw you do it again, and I'm not going to let you put you in a position to flash me again. And so, so some people don't have a problem doing it over and over and over. And then they go back into the circle and feel like everything's all right. Yeah, you're forgiving. We're still smiling, but we know we've seen what's underneath your jacket. And it just says S-O-O-L. F-O-O-L. F-O-O-L. <laughs> and it's in, Lenny, it's in my mind. I can't stop seeing it. I will. If, if things don't go my way, it just, you just, come here, baby. Hold this. I just I always have these mental images with you and your hand on the top of your jacket. At any moment. fool oh, coming out. Right? I don't want to deal with you like that. I don't want to deal with you, and people are not going to want to deal with you. They may smile in your face, but it takes a long time for them to to believe that you took the jacket off. Emotions. Emotions will mess your world up. Put your Jesus t-shirt back on. The word emotion comes from the uh, middle French word, emotion, with a thing on top of it. Which means a social, moving, and stirring agitation. We feel many different emotions every day, like love, fear, joy, sadness, just to name a few. On its own, emotion means the expression of feeling, like a musician who plays with great emotion. So emotions are not 100% bad, right? Sometimes they just, some emotions don't need to be shown. Or an actor whose face conveys emotions, even when he or she is just standing quietly on stage. Emotion is any conscious experience characterized by an intense mental activity and a certain degree of pleasure or displeasure. Have you ever just been around somebody and you, they, they, will, they will show you in a split second heartbeat, don't have no problem doing it every day, that they upset? They don't say no words, but they face in their actions. It's like a child fit. Raise your hand if you like to hang around them people all the time. No. Raise your hand if you're that person. No, keep your hand down. Some of this stuff is us. Yes, sir. Right? We have to, but that's the thing. If you realize it's you, the thing with the losing the control, getting mad, that was me. I would do that with my boys, whatever, because I think that's how I got to, they boys, I got to go off, ah, and fix the kids. But Sherry, they don't realize I'm the only one looking like a fool. I'm trying to help you, but I look like a fool. So I made a commitment to myself first and then to them. I'm never going to yell at you like that again. And this was like, how many years ago I said that? Five, five six, yes, yeah, maybe seven years ago. And I only lost it one time in seven years on One time. That's good, Sherry. Because I would just go off on them. Ah! You got kids that make you want to go off? But it's not good for me. You always lose when you lose control, you lose. That's right. You lose. Somebody could be doing something very wrong to you. Somebody could be doing something that you could be in the right, but if you're the one that go off and act crazy and show anger and lose control, who do you think that they going to remember and eventually make their way over to their side? They going they going this you're going to be the wrong one. Right? So so even when somebody's doing something wrong, the side for you to stay on is the calm side. Then the most time people gonna side with you. Did you see how wrong they did them? Oh, it was terrible. <laughs> and we already know social media today. It, they, people want to tell you everything. Twitter, it's just, it's just a crime. <laughs> it's a crime. It's terrible. Something needs to be done. That's what they call social media backlash, yep. right? So if you don't want social media backlash. Right, if they if they're taking the video, the TMZ people show up and see you the one did the slapping because you lost control. They're not gonna say what he said about your mama and all that other kind of stuff. Talk about your wife and your kids. They show the slap. Did you see this, his name? Let's find let's find this guy's photos. He have a Facebook profile. Brian Gibson. <laughs> Brian Gibson. Yeah. Oh, please come on. It says he goes to church. Oh no. He says he goes to church. Let's see what church is Cross Church. He's got a wife. She's involved with the youth. She puts these religious things up. But I bet she's just like him. Thanks, (laughs) B. Yeah. (laughs) He slaps and she slaps. Yeah, look. Oh yes, look at this post right here. And see it right here. Don't don't ever be found in the hands of an angry God. She's, She's 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 angry too. Oh, but you know I'm telling you the truth. That's right. Don't it go just like that? You could, but see, they, they didn't hear him talking about his mama and his family and all that kind of, they just saw sort the of slap and, and, and he accidentally turned his face and already had a loose tooth. <laughs> but you slapped him and knocked his teeth out. They was already loose. Look how bad you look. You never win when you, when you do that. You never win. Now, if they, now, look, because that's the most interesting part of the video, the most interesting part of the story, number one. Now, if you just sit up there and start saying these things, somebody got it caught on there, and you just, you just whatever they say, you just like, hey, look, that ain't me, and just walk off the elevator, you know, and leave off, then who's, who's on the social media with the backlash? Yeah. The one talking about his mom. I'm trying to tell you, you never win when you, your emotions get the best of it. Exactly. Never win. Even if the other people wrong. I'm almost finished. Emotion is any conscious experience categorized by intense mental activity and a certain uh, degree of pleasure or displeasure. Scientific discourse has drifted to other meanings and there is no consensus of a definition. So you got pleasure, displeasure, emotion, so you got good emotions, bad emotions. Emotions are complex. According to some theories, they are states of feeling that result in a physical or psychic, or Psychological changes that influence our behavior. All right, so now, we, just like we talked about this more, he' talking about it here again. Emotions influence your behavior. It's one thing to have it all going on in, on the inside, but at some point, it's coming out. Yeah. Right? Uh, the physio- 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 physiology of emotion is closely linked to arousal of the nervous system with various states and strengths of arousal relating apparently to particular emotions. Emotion is also linked to behavioral tendency. Extroverted people are more likely to be social and express their emotions, while introverted people are more likely to be more socially withdrawn and conceal their emotions. Emotion is often the driving force behind motivation, positive or negative. Now let's look at what motivation is. Motivation is the reason for people's actions. Emotion is often the driving force behind motivation. Emotion is often the driving force behind motivation. Emotion is often the driving force behind motivation, whether positive or negative. And motivation is the reason for people's actions, desires, and needs. Motivation is also one's direction to behavior. Or what causes a person to want to repeat a behavior. A motive is what prompts the person to act in a certain way or at least develop an inclination for a specific behavior. Emotions are connected to your body, to your organs and your tissues. This is how emotion can bring on a heart attack or a panic attack. Right. You can go to the hospital and tell them I got this going on and this and I feel a tightness and this. And you think you're having a heart attack. But I'm going to tell you something. If you think you're feeling the tightness, you need to go on and make sure you ain't got something going on. Amen. But 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 sometimes it can just be emotions. And I prove this simply by has anybody in here ever at any time in your life been so nervous that your stomach start hurting. So listen, this ain't had nothing to do with no bad tacos. This is all stemming from some concern up here, manifesting in your body, yeah. right? Emotions, emotions will make their way, uh, connect, make connection to your body. The joy of the Lord is our strength. This is why the scriptures say that. To be joyous because joy from God gives you strength. A merry heart doeth good like a medicine. Prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. So the things that are on the inside are going to show up on the outside at some point. That's why you need to really take into account what you got going on on the inside. What are you hearing? So now the thing, hearing the things of God far outweigh hearing the things that my friends got to talk about that are ungodly. Yeah. Because whatever, listen, whatever seeds I'm putting on the inside are going to eventually make their way outside. Yeah. They're coming out. Somebody say they're coming out. They're coming out. And sometimes they come out when you don't want them to come out. You're in the wrong place, wrong time, and they come out just like kids. The kids do stuff at the wrong time. Well, see, that's because at home it's okay to jump on the coffee table, you know, and, and throw uh, oranges and stuff. Y'all playing uh, fruit war at home, throwing. Because then if you don't you don't teach them. You can't do, listen. When we go over uh, to Miss Sherry's house, you can't be jumping on the coffee table, you know. Now you might let them kick over TVs at your house. Right. It's OK. Kick the TV. As long as it still work when you pick it back up. It's OK. But you go to some other place. Listen, because it was done within. Now it's going to show up without. Right. Whatever. That's why they have things in sports called practice. So what we're going to do is we're going to get together before the event and rehearse response, responses and different things like that. So that when we get on the playing field, we'll execute exactly what we've rehearsed before. Amen. So the the Lord knows this is how you wired because he wired you like that. The devil knows because he was connected to the kingdom at one time. Everybody knows how you work except for you. Right. Everyone knows how you work except for you. So you listen The kids coming in. Y'all keep paying attention to me. Don't worry about them. We've seen kids before. Right. Almost finished. Everybody knows how you work except for you. Right. So if you need to understand how you work, you are highly influenced by stuff that on the on the outside of you. That's why what you watch. Right. How does how does one. Uh, we talked about pornography before. How does one develop a, a, a problem with pornography like that? You know, you don't have to start off just looking at that. You can be watching TV shows, people in swimsuits. Right. whether well, it's male or female. And then so I, now you got a problem because you saw and some people, well, this is my show right here. But what you ain't telling nobody, is that's your show, because you wish that chick on that was your girlfriend. Real. Oh, yeah. That's, that's why it's my show. Oh, I wish that I had a man like that. I just want to see how he handles it. And then you go back and tell your man, look, this, this, this is what he does. He I don't want to hear. He's a fictional show. <laughs> I seen it in the magazine, he got all kind of problems right, right in his real life. But you're basing something on the show. So it's very important the information that you take in. That's why the Bible says, do not forsake the assembling together of yourself. Because he understands that you're going to get the information that comes on the inside of you is crucial. And it's going to make its way out. What you put in is going to come out. Three cases. I'm not going to turn that, but I'm going to finish with this. My man, we talked about last week, Jairus, who had the daughter that was sick at home to the point of death. It was very important at that time that this father have some courage in his system, has some faith in his system, because his daughter's life depended on him. Because of the Bible says that 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 uh, caused Abraham the father. Uh, well, he, all of our roots go back to Abraham. Abraham, the father of all, spiritual father of, of all, us all. Because of the move that Abraham made, amen, God could continue with his plan to bring forth everything else that he did. So what what, what was the thing that Abraham had to be courageous in? Had to move his emotions out of the way. Yeah. Somebody tell me what that was. The main thing. Isaac. Right? He said, look, I'm." the uh, Lord said, uh, take him, your son, the, the one you love, your only one, and I want you to sacrifice him. How many of you know that as dad, your emotions... Playing a part. Oh, Lord, can't give you this one. But the Lord gave him that one. That's it. Come on. Lord, I can't give you this one. But the Lord gave him that one. Right? So, Jairus had to check his emotions. Matter of fact, Jesus told him, Fear not, only believe. Jesus told him, Check your emotions. This is too important for you to lose it right now. Yeah, that's good. Abraham had to check his emotions when he took. His son up to sacrifice. Him. And the greatest example of somebody checking emotions is Jesus Christ. Father, if it be thy will, let this cup pass. Now, his emotions, he was sweating drops of blood. It was more crucial than anybody else. Ain't nothing you went through took you to that place. But Jesus himself had to check his emotions. That's good, ain't Pastor Ben? Got to check your emotions. And the only way you check your emotions is what you put on inside of your system before your emotions get ready to manifest. Got to put the right stuff in there before they get ready to come out. So many people never make it where they want to be in life because they never check their emotions. One emotion that you have to check is, again, you you, you want to be in church, church attendance. Check that emotion. You don't think I got emotions to sleep a few more hours? Shoot, I ain't coming. I came down this morning to open up the gate with Pastor, uh, Pastor Lori. Flip-flops on and shorts. But I'm going to be here. and ain't look like I got sense when I show up. But I had to check that emotion a long time ago of, of, of going to church. I'm going to be there because I understood what I put in is showing up. Amen. I got to put the right stuff in. So listen, life don't come down to always what you feel like doing, what's fun, whatever, like you need to do what you're supposed to do, what you need to do. Amen. Because your habits are gonna show up on the playing field of life. Amen. 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 Let's stand up and we we'll are pray and then we got uh, sort of kids' presentation, but I want to pray over this before we, we do that last thing. And I think they just got a few minutes, and we'll be getting out. You can go to lunch where you can have to check your emotions on what you eat. <laughs> You got so many people in life that are going that are gonna shoot stuff at you.